Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Ellie Nick, Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen, Melissa Kirk, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Trader. We got the full house today. Yeah, now we're talking. Sure do. <laughs> we will be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Oh, really? Is it cold? <laughs> and now, on American Top 40, it's cold as ice. <laughs> Okay. 27 below up there. That's actually 31 19, below. 19 right now. Yep. It's 19, 19 below. Oh, you had a heat up. wave. We're having a heat wave. I got a, a tropical uh, heat wave. Got a screenshot from Mike Bilski this morning on his dash. It said it was 31 <laughs> below zero. Oh, God. Well, I'll tell you, I went out 31. last night about 2 o'clock in the morning to check on the horses. To do your chores? No, just to check on the horses. <laughs> I already grained them all, but just to check on them. And I'll tell you what, it was... And I was dressed. I had full gear on, ski goggles and all, and it, it was pretty brutal. I mean, that oh, wind I was bet. kicking. And it, it was like a good 45 uh. below zero. Oh, yeah. A friend of mine was oh. like her husband went out to get the mail at the end of their driveway and came back and his eyelashes were frozen. Mm. Oh, my. I, I have a picture. My, yeah. uh, my whole, all my hair is frozen solid. Yeah. And <laughs> well, I, Dan's been in International Falls. He's on his way back, but he's been in International Falls, and the real temperature... 52 below. Yep. Why? Look, at that, look at that picture. Look at my hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you, God. Catherine, Catherine and Tom can't see it, but I have a big, huge blister on my hand, on the on yeah. the top of my hand, and it was from me putting my hand through the bars to take the chain off the gate for the oh, horses. Oh, no, yeah. And that yep. bar just touched my hand for one second, 
and uh-huh. it made a huge blister, and my brain couldn't commute. That it was like, am I being Jesus. burned? Like, is this gate hot? Yep. Yeah, but yep. it was so cold that it was hot. <laughs> yeah, it's like sometimes I have, things are uh, so hot they're cold. Yeah, yeah. I have a thing. My my index finger and my right hand. I took those. off my gloves because I couldn't get the um, chain to open up the gate open with the my big mittens. Oh yeah, and I got a little tiny bit of frostbite in there, and ever since then my hands have hurt so be very careful with that and stuff. at least have a glove liner on so that you don't yeah touch i had a bare hand because that, that chain's hard yeah. to get off with gloves and then Can't this morning i went to leave and guess what my front gates won't open uh, what it's too cold Hi, they're hydraulic so the the, the oh, hydraulic oh, fluid yeah, that's right. i had to go yeah. out there with the remote and pu- slowly <laughs> push them open and they worked every day since yesterday. They worked fine. Today they would not open. It was just well, too it was cold. So cold. It was thing. so cold. Hopefully your gate's open at your house because I'm going over there after this to make sure nothing. Maybe it's cold outside. It's frozen. Or a ton of houses in like right near our house lost power for like almost yeah. 12 hours last night. Oh, that had to be brutal. That's scary. Yeah, one of my uh, one of my scary. friends that has her kids are almost exactly the same age as my kids, and she's like, "Do you guys have power?" And I'm like, "Yes." She's like, "We don't." And I'm like, "Come here and sleep." But then they ended up going to her. You know, nobody nobody's out neither. Like this parking lot here is uh-huh. empty. The whole yeah, parking lot. I parked right. In front of the door. Well, right. I mean, like grocery stores are <laughs> closed because it's too cold. No mail. There's, no yeah, mail. mail. No mail today. Yeah. Oh my god. No mail today and tomorrow. Even Target. I was going like, to say some people are working, but they're like, you don't have to work. It's fine. Basically. <laughs> say, it's too bad you can't go to Trader Joe's today. Are they closed? Because that's the only time you can ever find a parking space. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if they are in a polar vortex. I watched all the stores that were closed, and what Trader Joe's was not on it. A lot of them are open, like right seven. now. Yeah, right, to like seven. until it is going to get bitterly cold. What's it supposed to be tomorrow? But it's it's going to be forty degrees on Saturday. I know. I know. So yep. stupid. I know. God, how crazy! It's my birthday. <laughs> We're gonna have heat wave on my birthday. It's your birthday this Saturday. For usually once. we have a, usually we have a blizzard on my birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Usually there's a or, giant blizzard, horrible or sub zero. Yeah, my birthday week is always the worst for weather. Actually, I don't really. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. I don't seem to mind it. Uh, I was out yesterday with the horses for a couple of hours and took the four wheeler and raked all the snow down low for them so they don't have to walk through deep snow mm-hmm. i did like half the pasture and i don't know i seem to be enjoying it you're Tomorrow becoming a is going to be significant a hardy farmer high okay. of minus two low oh, of minus that's, six. that's summer spring day yeah really <laughs> oh, it's gonna it's gonna rain low... on sunday yeah it's gonna what? be 45 and rain oh, yeah Unbelievable. yeah 42 on, on yeah okay so tomorrow's supposed to be negative two friday's supposed to be 20 Saturday, 39. Sunday, yep. 42. 42. Wow. And it's supposed to get down to this. 1 again next We're talking Wednesday. a 90-degree temperature difference and in a couple days. And then it goes days. up again to 18. It's like this. Yeah. <laughs> next couple. I wonder if we'll have free forest school on Friday. Well, that's up to me. But I don't, it seems like a lot yeah. more things have closed now. People are getting less tough because... All of a sudden, everything's closed, and schools are closed, and there's no mail. We've yeah. been this cold before. I looked up the history. There's plenty yep. of days that yep. have been this cold. Yep. Yeah, but the schools usually do close because you school, can't have well, those No, schools I can see. But stop. Schools I can see, yeah. but there's companies closed, like corporations are yeah. saying stay home. Doesn't yeah. that have something to do with the the um, ice on the roads because the yeah, salt isn't our working. roads are fine it's, too cold. it's mostly like um ariel came over last night and she said that target was like you know for people that have to wait for buses and stuff that that's why they're like you don't have to come yeah. in because she's uh-huh. like she takes a bus to and from work and she's like i would have like i would have just worked from home but they're like you don't it's fine. i had to walk 10 miles of school uphill both ways in the snow yeah both <laughs> ways. It's without, true. Without well, shoes. speaking of which actually we have a caller who's going to give the weather report from fairbanks Banks, Alaska. Oh my God! Oh, there you go. Not oh Fairbanks. God. It's not. How is is it? What's the there? deal? Hello? What's up? Hi. Uh, it's it was mid twenties the past couple of days where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Cragger. God. It was, co- it was colder here last night than Antarctica. You mean colder? Yeah. Colder, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Oh God. That makes total well, sense. We we very rarely get wind in Fairbanks, so that's kind of nice. 
That is nice. The wind makes a really big difference of like how cold it feels. Yeah, yeah I like, did not know that. So it feels I, like Minneapolis has been getting I tried to call in on the morning show, but Candace wouldn't let me on. Why not? Yes. Why wouldn't Candace What's let that? you on? Why wouldn't she let you on? I don't know. On? It was just bad. I think it was just bad timing. Uh, oh, the timing wasn't oh. right. Yeah, that. Yeah, she, there's nothing she can do about that. But that would have been great. To, yeah. Well, you can call in tomorrow morning. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of bumming around Seattle right now just on my days off. So I got time. Isn't that what everybody does is bum around Seattle? Thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle and San Francisco. Yeah, there's, there's a few of those, yeah. <laughs> there might be a few. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. So everything's going well in Anchorage? Or is it Fairbanks? Uh, Fairbanks. Fairbanks. Yeah, oh, Fairbanks. yeah. Okay, no, sorry. I, uh, I, I, I took a new job, so I got a lot, of time, a lot of days off. I just work long hours when I'm working. So I get to work outside okay. now, and that's lots of fun. So what are you, where are you working now? Um, I'm at a gold mine. I'm actually a blaster. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Ooh, I, I thought for sure you were going to say, uh, I sell Eskimo pies. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say <laughs> that no, just to be a smart ass. Hilarious. <laughs> just to no, be a smart ass. There's some uh, plants you can grow that are a little more profitable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that is true. I suppose that's really, really. We're just talking about that in Minnesota right now, as a matter of fact. Yesterday on the KQ Morning Show, we had... Senator uh, Melissa Franzen, and today we had uh, Dr. Scott Jensen, who's a state senator from Carver County. Uh, one's a Democrat, one's a Republican. They're both centrists. I could not have talked to two more pleasant people, particularly politicians. They had no agenda. They just want to serve the people. It's what do you know? phenomenal. They're saying it's going to be Great. full legal in Minnesota so by gonna... 22. Yeah? Yep. So I'm going to play a little devil's advocate for that stuff. Um, okay. If I trusted the politicians to regulate it fairly and use that money for know, infrastructure and cops, maybe, I'd be mm-hmm. for legalization. But I'm so fed up with the way they tax and regulate and spend that I don't even want it legal anymore. Uh, I, I kind of understand what you're saying. I, I, we brought this up again uh, a couple of days ago. That what people do not understand with this, oh, we need to raise taxes, we need to raise taxes. 5% of the people in America pay 95% of the taxes. What more do you want? Yeah. yeah. Good God, no it's more ridiculous. People, you, you've said it before, if they raise it to 70%, you'll stop working. And I, I fully support no. that decision. Absolutely. Why so, would I bother to work yeah. if you're going to take all my money? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, but yep. somebody that's making 5 trillion dollars a year well that's different but, but what about somebody who's yeah. making three hundred thousand dollars a year yeah you well i thought that they hit. were only talking about the people that were making tons of money i don't know i mean i mm-hmm. i do think that the you know i believe in that kind of money uh charity is a lot more effective way of alleviating some of the problems because they can choose yep. who to if donate to and they're if they're giving. not I don't know. Yeah, I, I, living downtown, I saw. I started to see that I could be taxed out of my lifestyle. Like mm-hmm. I literally could be taxed out of my lifestyle. Oh, yep. for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And they don't care. No, they could care less. No. So we had quite the swing today because today we got uh, tons of calls from Albuquerque and from Louisville. We got a call from Tim in Naples. Now we had a call from Fairbanks, Alaska. So from Naples, Florida to Fairbanks, Alaska, that's quite the spread. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It's one. Are you, are you traveling a lot? Yeah, I travel on the West Coast a lot. Uh, I mean, Vegas, yeah, you were telling me. Uh, San Diego, Reno once in a while. But I just came, I was just, with casinos. So. I just came back from mm-hmm. Reno. It was snowing there. Oh, it yeah, gets colder was, than hell in uh, Reno. I went there for... I went down there for uh, Daniel Tosh was doing stand up in Tahoe a few weeks ago, and I mm-hmm. went down there for that, and they got they got dumped on. Yep, I was I, I I bought something on eBay, and it was in Reno, and it was something that's impossible to find, and I had to have it. So I flew out there, saw it, paid the guy, and I'm sitting there like, well, and this thing weighs like 400 pounds. It's a, it's an Italian motorcycle engine. I'm like, well, how am I getting this home? So I go to budget rent a car it starts snowing and this massive snowstorm (laughs) follows me all the way through wyoming through utah through nebraska the whole way i white knuckled it and it was it was a brutal ride never do it again 
Yeah, Never that, again, that, country, that part of the country is pretty unforgiving. Wyoming is unforgiving. Wyoming is tough, yeah. man, tough. Hey, leave Wyoming alone. That's yeah. where I was born. It was <laughs> tough to drive through, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, there's some wind there. I-80, brutal. Going up some <laughs> yes. of those mountains, just straight straight up. I'm not kidding you, Tom. Driving up this mountain, I'm going straight up, and it just starts snowing, and the snow's getting deeper oh. and deeper and more, he- coming down heavier and heavier. And I'm in a little Nissan Sentra with an, with an engine in the trunk. And, I'm, oh. <laughs> and, like, and there's nobody on the road, nobody. I'm like the only one. And and it, say, it says... It's, it gives you the, the incline for the next 45 miles. And I'm thinking, 45 miles? I can't even make another four miles. And there's no way to get off. And time no, I get to the top, no to the time off. I get to the top, Mm-mm. it's like, you know, two feet of snow. And I'm doing oh, five miles, six miles an hour, thinking I'm going Ugh. off a cliff at any moment. It makes my shoulders hurt just talking oh, about I'm it. Oh, I'm telling you, I, my whole neck and shoulders were cranked for a week. Yeah, I bet. Had some serious, horrible driving conditions. I took what some, a world! What I took a world. some video of it as I was driving. It was pretty intense. I would imagine that's true. All right. Well, you're going to go back to bed now in, in Fairbanks because it's only what, what is it like ten o'clock in the morning? Oh no! I'm, like I said, I'm bumming around Seattle, but I, my my job starts oh, that's right, at uh, four, my my job starts at four thirty a.m. So I've adjusted to waking up at about three o'clock now. So I've I've been up for a while. All right. Well, enjoy yourself and call in more often. We'd like to hear the Seattle Fairbanks take on things. I'd love, I'd love yeah, to, I do, will like, do that. I'd love to hear it. Thank you, sir. Yep. Take it easy. Have a great day. We've been getting tons yeah, and back. tons and tons of calls to uh, to the to podcast. We've been getting tons of them to the radio station. I think people are desperately searching for a centrist opinion, so they don't have to hear any more of this. Like the latest one, I just, I don't know why I did it, but I sat down and watched the news just before the show today. Big mistake. Big, big mistake, because we're going to find out now that uh, Maroon 5's not going to do their press conference because they're not supporting Colin Kaepernick enough. Why are they doing a press conference in the first place? I don't, yeah, I don't understand that Mar- either. But, Maroon uh, Five still a thing? They're the halftime show, aren't they? Yeah, yep. they were going to be, at least, I thought. There is a yeah. rumor that they're going to take a knee during the entire performance. I didn't know uh, they were still a thing. I didn't either. Adam Levine, I thought he was on, like, celebrity I mean, washouts. Or can whatever. you even name a Maroon 5 song? He's on um, The Voice. He's a, he's a The Voice, that's what he's on. Uh, so that's the whole deal, ladies and gentlemen. It's just uh, we're, we're finding out now that uh, Maroon 5 might take a knee during their performance. I, I promise. I'm, I'm seriously. I'm telling you this is a true story. If they take a knee during the halftime, I will never watch the Super Bowl again as long as I live. Well, it's not contr- a political they venue. They can't control what Maroon 5 is going to do. It's yes, they the can. Yes, Absolutely yes, they yes, can. Absolutely yes, no, they, they can. can. Yes, they can. They have con- everything in that contract. You have to represent yep. the NFL. Yeah. No, yeah, actually, I just, we just learned about it at at work. Um, mm-hmm. We can't we can't say anything super anything. The yeah. NFL is so mm-hmm. regulated that we can we yep. can only say the big game in yep. any social the big post, game, right? Yeah. Anything yep. like that. We can't say Super Sunday. Super NFL Bowl. owns everything, man. <laughs> they own the rights to they everything. Like, yeah, like just saying it like means that somebody's promoting it, yeah. and they can sue you for right. it. So. Maybe we should. We shall say take it. a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll take. No, they can't sue me. Screw them. <laughs> Roger Goodell, kiss my living ass. How about that? Oh, we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 
Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. <laughs> what? She's playing Maroon, Maroon 5. 5 yes, she is. Yeah. I wouldn't even know who this was for a million dollars. It's because it's like I like the song. Stuff. It's a really expensive, uh, really expensive instrument they're playing there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some good guitar work. Fawn right would there. like this song. Oh yeah. Yeah, Fawn would like this song. Yeah, yeah. she absolutely would like this song. Um, Andy, would you look up "Woman Booted" from Flight after gri- griping about pig seatmates? Have you guys heard this audio yet? No, I did. No. I watched it last. Night. No, but did you see the family got kicked off yesterday for bo? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. It's about no, time. It was not yesterday. Okay, it was about four yesterday. days oh, no, ago. I might have to worry thought, about that. How about farts? People with horrible gas. They should be also kicked off. I love it when you guys change the subject. It really helps with the flow of the show. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Good God. But anyway. We're just excited. No, the deal with that, uh, with that, the, the people with BO, they were claiming they got kicked off because they were Jews. Well, of course Which they I were. don't really understand. What the hell does that mean? Well, I did see the interview with the guy. He goes, smell me. I don't smell. Like right after they kicked him <laughs> off the plane, he's like, do you smell no. anything? I don't smell. I take a shower every day. So he did argue the point that he didn't smell. Well, the, how many Jewish people fly every day? They're, but they're a just, lot. That those particular sure. Jews were like just too Jewish for them. Well, that doesn't was, make any it, sense. This guy was pretty Jewish looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have horrible bo mm. ever since Sage was born. Fun. I had it really Way bad. Go, Sage. I had it really bad when I was pregnant with Fawn, and then since Sage was born, I have horrible bo. So I need to be careful when I fly. I guess. <laughs> All right, Andrew, did you find the uh, woman booted from plane after the pig seat uh, seatmate comment? Did you find any audio? Uh... That's what oh you're like. my That's what goodness! Oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this for the next four hours. This is just impossible because they're squishing me like freaking. It's just unbelievable. Oh, she's on the phone, by the way. Talking. Yeah, she is, right. Yeah, I flew with Miles. I don't have my choice. Yeah, they can Listen hear what her. she says right now. It's amazing. Where are you? Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. But at least they'll keep you warm. Please, okay? <laughs> Oh, now she's getting kicked off. Oh, they, so they missed a part of it. They missed part of the audio. When she, when she first talks to her friend about sitting in the middle seat, she says right in front of the two people in full voice, they got me squished between these two fat pigs. Wow. Well, she's pleasant. <laughs> Good God, really? What a pleasant human and she's being. Like on the phone, she's just on the phone complaining. Yep. You know, like full. And, yeah. they, they, and they kicked her off the flight for it? Yep. I'm surprised you can get kicked off a flight for that comment, though. Well, but fat pig, you want to talk about starting a fist fight. Well, yeah, she was yeah. obviously going to get something, you know, start a brawl on the flight, which I mean, you she don't was, want. She was asking for, like, to be heard. Well, yeah, you know, she obviously like she, wanted everyone to know yeah, so how important What did she, she is. think was going to happen? Yeah. A woman was booted from a United Airlines flight after going on a tirade about the two passengers she was seated between. The woman was caught on video by one of those passengers, Norma Rogers, whom the Post, uh, Washington Post identifies as an award-winning nurse and advocate against gun violence. What the hell does that have yeah, to do with that it? Oh, what does that got? What the hell's that got <laughs> well, to do with it? Got to put that ag- against gun violence in there. And Listen, I might be fat, but I'm against guns. Well, is anyone pro-gun violence? No, yeah. of course yeah, not. Yeah, it's like, are there people going, gun violence is the reason I like guns. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> so <laughs> we're talking. stupid. 
Now we're talking. Rogers, who was seated next to the window and the man in the aisle uh, seat, she called them two big pigs. Wow. She complained to them squishing her and more. The New York Post reports the January 2nd incident is making headlines after Rogers posted a video to Facebook where it received more than 2 million views. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Actually, when they went to, to get her to get her off the plane, she turned to the two people she called fat pigs and big pigs. And she said, I eat salad, okay? What? Oh, God, what a jerk. God. What is this what woman's a jerk problem? This <laughs> Sounds like everyone from New Jersey ever. Oh, my God. Oh, oh sorry, oh, New Jersey. Well, where, was it? where was this flight originally? Where Andy's was it? email is. It was uh, going from Las Vegas <laughs> to Newark. Las Vegas to Newark. It would she have been about probably, a fa- five and a half hour flight. She was probably from Jersey. <laughs> well, her accent. Oh, she was, was definitely from yeah. Her accent. Yeah, her accent. Was. Oh, yeah. It's oh the, Jersey, the Jersey Philly way. Tell it how it is. And That's true. I just think there's just yeah. jerks in the world. Well, and yeah. They can't yeah. learn to shut yeah. their mouths. You know, being I from that area, well, I have to say that. Jersey and Philly people, you have to think of them this way. They're the nicest a-holes in the world. Because they'll say say something like that, but then two seconds later, if a train or a bus is about to hit you, they will save your life. Where somebody from Minnesota would kind of turn around and go, I didn't see anything, and walk away. So it's it's (laughs) kind of, you know, if you live in different regions of the country, you learn how these people are. And the East Coast, that's Mm -hmm. just the way they are. You're absolutely right. Rogers finally asked the flight attendant to reseat the woman over her verbal abuse, but as the flight attendant led the woman out of her seat, other passengers on the flight rebuked her for her comments. I eat salad, okay, she replied again. She was ultimately removed from the Las Vegas to Newark flight. United flight attendants care about the safety and well-being of all our customers, which is why they acted quickly to uh, find a different seat for the disruptive customer. When it became clear that this passenger's behavior was likely to be problematic on the flight, she was provided al- al- alternate travel arrangements first <laughs> yeah. thing tomorrow morning. Hitchhiking. <laughs> oh, Hitchhiking. Yeah, they, they probably gave her a hotel and all. Probably did, yeah. It's, yeah. it's probably true, but yeah. Uh, unfortunately for this woman, she when she wants to complain about uh, other people being fat or whatever. Well, you basically, you look like Mike, get, Mike Ditka with blonde hair. So calm down. Okay, you being mean isn't helping. I'm not being mean. I'm just saying. It's not being How mean. How is that helpful? Tom being was, mean? She wasn't God. a tiny person either. So well, it's but, like. No. No, but just leave everyone alone. The thing so is, she was she hot and the kettle. Leave us alone. She could have asked um, for, she could have just like gotten a first class flight if she was going to be so pissy about it yeah you know you'd think like, you know it's crazy how much first class flights cost oh yeah it is and i looked at a couple of them and i'm like what are you out of your mind i mean they're like 10 grand and stuff i know it depends on yeah. the flight well tickets have gone up but a lot in the last is, year yeah it's, flying is just so expensive yeah. however now. she it's used insane. her miles so some of the miles would have gone towards the price and she probably would have gotten it cheaper yeah so, Catherine, Catherine yeah. Salt, Salt responded to a tweet I tweeted so I when I went to Reno I rented that car and I rented it from budget rent a car and they told me that uh, that the car that I wanted, I booked online. It was an economy car. They go, oh, you can't make it through the mountain pass on that car. You have to upgrade to a mm. mid-sized car with snow tires. Mm-hmm. So I say, okay, how much is that going to cost me more? Like, that's $22 more a day. So I say, okay, do it. So I get, I'm on I-80, and I hit just hit Wyoming, mm-hmm. and the cops have the road closed, and they're, they're, they have the road blocked, and they're letting people through with chains and snow tires and kicking other people off. Well, I pull up, and the guy goes, you got chains? I said, nope, because, well, you don't have any snow tires either, so get off the, you got to get off the freeway. And I'm like, this is why, so I, I get off the freeway, and this is 11 o'clock in the morning, so I'm missing a whole day. I have to rent a hotel room, get back on the freeway in the morning, and then the whole dash of the car is flashing malfunctioning, but it doesn't tell me what's malfunctioning. So luckily, oh, I took nice. a screenshot of it. So I missed two full days, had to get hotel rooms. I get back to, to Minneapolis. And budget, my get my bill. It's double, eight hundred and eighty-eight dollars. And I'm Ooh. like, I'm not paying this. Oh my god! I, I said, I'm not paying did, this. I said you told did you, me. So you rented it in California? I rented it in Reno. Oh Reno. Yep. Oh, then the taxes shouldn't be twice as much. It was eight. So I I called and I told them you and I had a picture of the malfunctioning sign on the dash. I was smart enough to take a picture with my phone. 
with the mileage of the car and all, so they knew it was their car. And I took a picture of the tires that weren't snow tires. And I sent, I called called budget, and they said, sorry, best we can do, we'll, we'll give you $80. And I'm like, nope, ain't going to work. You're not going to do it. So I went on social media. And guess what? Within two hours, I get a message on Twitter from budget saying, can you send us your contract number and the dates, and I did, and they took all the money off my bill. Hmm. But, they, but they wouldn't do it on the phone, and they wouldn't do it in person yeah. when I dropped the car off. They would only That's do it nice. after I attacked them on social media. It's the same oh, at Target. Wow. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I, can't, I don't think I can say anything. Yeah. But, but if you ever well, have maybe. a problem, yeah. you ever have a problem with Budget or Avis, go after him on social media, because that's the only way you're getting your money back. It's kind of sad. We have a caller. It's very sad. About we have a caller? Something. And who's our caller? I don't know. Mystery. <laughs> That's why I'm saying who's our caller to the caller. Hello? <laughs> Hello, it's Wendy from St. Paul. How are you doing? Hello. What's up? Hello. 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 We're here. Uh, I, am, I am eagerly awaiting Key West. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, it's only, what, 10 days yeah, away? You know, 11 days away? Exactly. You know, the chick on that plane, I mean, A, what a jerk. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm I'm overweight, and I do my best not to inconvenience other people I'm sitting with, and, you know, whatever. But somebody that's a huge jerk like that, what really would be nice is if they had seats in first class to upgrade the people she was complaining about to first class and see yeah. her back by the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, that's just like, if you really want to go passive aggressive, that's the way to go. But yeah, you know, you know I mean, the, and this chick is also probably one of the people who puts her seat all the way back and lays in your lap. And then when you ask if she can please get off your lap, she swears at you. She's one of those. I guarantee you. Yeah. So she's like me. Like you on? Yeah, she's Catherine Part. No. <laughs> Catherine Part too. Yeah. I've I've hissed at yeah, people no. on airplanes. Yeah, I uh, I asked the young child very politely once to quit kicking my seat, and then I just looked at his parents and said, "Can you kind of handle this?" And they did, and it was like I was super surprised. But it, it, it's just a little kindness in a flying tube that you can't get out of and you can't get away from people. Yeah. And it goes a long way. Yeah. Well, it and does. There's no question. Well, we the, uh, we'll, just, we'll, we'll just sit next to you on the plane. I, I won't perfect. say anything, I promise. Awesome. <laughs> well, they keep you. making, <laughs> they keep making airplane seats smaller and smaller yeah, and the do. leg room smaller and smaller. And people are yeah. just feeling yeah. the stress of being packed into those planes like that. Yeah. Well, I I've think. been flying intermittently for about 30 years now. And it's like, come on. You know, I know those seats are getting smaller. There's no way. Oh. They're getting closer yeah. together, totally too. I mean, I yeah. feel like they're small. And I'm a very, I'm a small person. And I'm like, this is not much room here. <laughs> Yeah, they're no. so small. I know. It's people keep talking. You know, people keep saying, oh, you're short. You know, I'm 5'2". They're like, oh, you're short. You know, you should actually have leg room. No. If a 5'2 person does not have leg room, I feel sorry for anybody taller than me. Yeah. Oh, I, I've seen really tall guys just basic. I mean, they've just, to get out of their airplane seat, they basically have to unfold every part of their body to just sort of fall on the floor because they just can't fit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I work for, I work with a guy that's six seven, and I said, how in the world do you fly? Oh. He said, well, <laughs> I asked for an exit. I asked for an exit row a lot. Yeah, yeah well, you have to I'm pay extra for those now. What? Um, yeah, you have to pay depends. extra for the exit row. You do? If you ask yeah. ahead of time on it. Hmm. If you get on a plane and there's people that don't want to, you know, yeah. people that actually think the plane might go down, if they say, oh, you know, would somebody like to volunteer to sit here? He's like, I got my hand up every time. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, if you want to book, if you want to book the ticket, you have to pay extra for those exit row seats now. Oh, oh yeah, everything's I, a premium. Everything's that. premium. Unless you're like a Delta Sky Miles member, I get I get the aisle seat emergency exit. That's, mm. that's the seat I always get. Aisle exit, so you have all the room you need. 
Yeah, that's a well, good I mean, if the plane's going uh, down in water and you want to jump out, that's a good seat to have. <laughs> I, don't think there's, I don't think there's ever been a case where anybody's jumped out of a plane. Why not? Well, D.B. Oh, Cooper did. Well, yeah. D.B. Oh, Cooper did. I'd like to yeah. know what happened to him. Not a... <laughs> they think he died in 1999. They but do? But they're not sure. Yep. They think. D.L. Uh, his name was uh, uh, L.D. Cooper. And when they said when they I said the gonna, name on the news, I thought you were going to say D.L. Huey. <laughs> D.L. Huey. I thought yeah. you were going to say D.L. Uh, Huey. Oh, D.B. Cooper. When they you said mean? his, yeah, the, the guy, the hijacker. I mean, the the guy who robbed the bank jumped out of the yeah. plane. Yeah, D.B. Cooper. It's D.B. Cooper, but yes. his real name was L.D. Cooper. And I was about to explain that they put his name in the news as Dan Cooper, which is how he registered for the seat. And some writer somewhere <clears throat> thought they said D.B. Cooper, and that's where that name came from in the first place. Oh. More oh, fake news. Just because so people, it was never DB. Yeah, just because the news has always been bad at their job. That's true. We will be right back. When are you going to stick with us? you got to go. I can stick with you. I told Alex I'm working from home today. so. All right. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Once again, with half the channel, yeah. here's our theme song. It's apparently a phone thing. Their jack is... Oh, it's a phone thing? It's a different format than what a board uses, so, yeah. Oh, I see. It monetizes All it. All right. Just need a different model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns it in mon- into mono. Mm-hmm. Magnificent, ladies and gentlemen. I have to ask you a question because there's a news story. Where'd you get that news story, Catherine? What news story? The one you just showed me the picture of. Well, I originally saw it on Bob Sansevier's Facebook page. Okay, well, it's, and then, then it's I a searched disaster. for one, and because it was, I thought it was so funny. Tell them what you searched for, my dear. Frozen farts. Oh yeah, <laughs> frozen <laughs> fart butts. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? I sent it to you. <laughs> to me? Why? Didn't I? Nice. I think I sent it to you. I hope not. I'm so but, proud. Oh, I posted on your Facebook page because you were crying, you were whining about that everybody was talking about how cold it was on Facebook. So I said, "How about this one?" Yeah. <laughs> Frozen farts. Yeah, they're Frozen. showing pictures of people's butts, and they've got sort of like uh, ice crystals all around. <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> Okay. Nothing but class. <laughs> Nothing but class all the way. So you know, it's just. It is pretty funny though. I, is that Andy? You know science. Is it possible for a fart to freeze? It's just air. Thirty-eight below uh, zero. Well, how it's can methane, air freeze? It's because gas. it's warm. It's methane uh, well, gas. It's warm. I don't think methane gas. It's warm, can moist air. Uh, yeah. God. <laughs> the only way would be if you have some unhealthy dietary choices. <laughs> Yeah, just pure methane what? gas. Methane gas can't freeze. No. If it's a shark, listen. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically, oh, yes, God. it would have to be. <laughs> what a great show today. What, what I mean, show. if your breath can freeze when you've got a scarf over it, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking gas. that your, yes, your <laughs> breath isn't. Well, yeah, that's different. Far is pure methane gas. <laughs> oh, my God. That's supposed to be. This is the highlight of my career today. To be. <laughs> There's got to be some other 
Well, you can just take boiling water and throw it in the air right now. I did notice the, the horse manure now. is frozen solid, like right when it hits the ground. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But it, it makes it it makes it easy to shovel it up. It's all one big chunk. You just pick it up, and throw it. <laughs> throw it in the neighbor's yard. That's what I do. I throw it over the you fence. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been up for eight hours. I might go back to bed uh, after this conversation. Good. I was yeah, just telling charts going. I was just telling these guys on the break. I've been watching that the Bundy tapes. Oh yeah, everybody's watching that. It's a great documentary. It really is. That's it's him talking says. through the yep. whole thing, and it's well worth uh, the watch. If you don't, even if you don't have any interest in that kind of stuff, this one's worth the watch. I'm hurt. Come and help me, and then I'll kill you. That's next on my queue. That is totally yeah. next on my cue. I saw that on yeah. Netflix because Dan's been out of town, and so I've he comes home today. But I've been watching, I've been had time to watch things on TV because he's been gone, and I was like, I want to watch this, but I'm like, I can't watch this what, when he's not here. What's crazy? How far we have come in in technology. You know, when he was first got caught, and he broke out of prison twice. Twice he broke out of prison, yeah. and he just goes to the next state, and nobody finds him. No. <laughs> and, I, and then he—I mean—he went for years with nobody finding him, and there was no such thing right. as fingerprints. There was no fingerprints on file. There was no DNA. There was no nothing. So we've come pretty far since 1978 to now. Well, I thought fingerprints been around for over a hundred years. Yeah, but they—we oh, yeah. didn't have no database of them. Well, it's like oh, it's I the same reason true. why what's his putts didn't ever get. What's his putts? Uh, uh, you know what a putts is? <laughs> oh my God, O.J. Simpson. Because all of like all of the I cannot think of words today. That's because you had to get up in the middle of the night and clean up poop seven hundred times. Seven hundred times you cleaned yep. up poop. Yep, <laughs> pretty she had much. A bad night. Had a bad. Had a bad night. I thought you said Dan wasn't home. Well, so we have great times. Michelle Sigona on the phone. Oh, oh Michelle's with us. We good. also have Excellent. another caller, but other caller, oh. if you could call back uh, in the second or third After. segment of the second uh, hour, then we can get you. That'd on. That'd be good. Yeah. Yes. That would be you. wonderful. And goodbye, that, well, Wendy. third segment is Kostaki, isn't it? That's true. Yeah, so it's the second The second uh, segment, if you call back, that would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Sagona. Is it Sagana or Sagona? Hello. Hello, how are you, Sagana. Michelle? How do you pronounce your last name? It, it's fine. It is Sagona. Okay. Sagona, yeah. She yeah. is a digital correspondent for the show In Pursuit with John Walsh premiere. How is John Walsh? I used to interview him all the time back when he had the Fox series yeah. But I haven't talked to him in a few years. Is he is he doing well? He's doing really well. He has grandchildren, and, you know, he spends a lot of time with his horses. And as you know, he's still catching bad guys and girls and recovering missing kids. It's just something that's in his, in his DNA. And um, yes. I think he has a hard time letting go because he just he loves helping people. Yeah, I understand that. Well, for people who might not remember the name John Walsh, Adam Walsh was his son, uh, how old was he when when he was when he was murdered, beheaded? Actually, he was seven, I think, oh, wasn't he? God. Something like that. Just can't even. He was Is very right, young. Um, yeah, he was very young. Yeah, I, I will have but to yeah. look up the exact age, but yeah, he was yeah. A, a young child. They were shopping, and it is. It took John and Reve twenty-seven years to get justice. <sighs> really? That's crazy. What's that all about? Why Why did it take so long? You know, I think there were a lot of factors behind it, but I think through, you know, working through the investigation and him working with um, the folks to help close the case, it ultimately, at the end of the day, took, um, you know, took a very long time. So John really sympathizes with people when they, you know, they don't, they, some of these cases are so cold and some of these people yeah. just don't have anywhere else to turn. And he is always sad. Even when America's Most Wanted was on the air, I've worked with John for so many years that it's the court of last resort. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's terrible. And Adam was six years old uh, at the time. But, six um, years old. You know, John okay. has always six really been, old. yeah, the court of last resort. He has been the place where, you know, folks don't have anywhere else to turn to. They turn to John and he figures it out. That's wonderful. 
That is really, truly wonderful. Uh, I, I will tell you it something is. about a man it like is. John Walsh. In order, in, in, instead of sitting around going, oh, poor me, somebody killed my son, how am I going to make it? No. And I'm sure you think about that stuff, but John Walsh stepped up and said, I will help other people because of this tragedy, which is quite, really honorable, I it think. Is. It is. He, um, he goes above and beyond to help anyone he possibly can. You know, there's so many people who need help. He obviously can't get to everyone, but I can tell you that when, you know, a lot of folks are writing into the show now through Facebook, they're emailing it, and, and we look at every single case submission. And although we cannot get all those cases on the show and the first season is produced, what I've done so far is the digital team at Discovery ID, we've been able to make videos of some of these cases. Um, you know, Kyron Harmon is an example. He's a missing child mm-hmm. out of Oregon. And we'll put that on the Discovery Facebook page, the, the ID Facebook page, which has 3.1 million followers, including the In Pursuit page. So hoping that maybe in some small way we can help with those other cases that we can't get on the show right away. And I have to tell you, I used to do the same thing at America's Most Wanted. When we couldn't get it on mm-hmm. the show, I would find a way, get it on the website, do whatever we can to try to help these families. You know, so amazing to me, Michelle, when I was a very little boy uh, in North Minneapolis, just off of, uh, it was uh, uh, 26th and Aldrich, just, uh, you know, it's, uh, no, Lindale and, and, and 26 is a, uh, an intersection, pretty busy intersection, but they lived one block down the avenue. They went over one block away from the house to play. These three brothers went over one block away from the house to play at Farview Park. And uh, never came home. They never saw them again. God. And and just God. before their mother died, many, I mean, we're talking 40, 50 years later, whatever it was, uh, she said just before she died, every time someone drives into my driveway, I think it's my boys coming oh, home. It's like, oh, God. She never found out. It's just, how, so is it really hard for you and John to deal with this? It's just so heartbreaking. It is absolutely heartbreaking. I cannot tell you, you know, I started with John as an intern in 1999 at Fox Mm -hmm. and worked with him for more than a decade. And then I've done other crime shows since, and then I'm back with John again. And I can tell you every time I'm in the field, every time I'm connecting with these families, every time I'm sitting across from them, if they're crying, I'm crying too, because I want to help them so badly. And they have been through so much. And a lot of times, and John will tell you this, and his son Callahan, who's on, you know, in pursuit now as well, you know, these people are reliving the worst moments of their lives in hope that it will reach someone else and make a difference. And so, you know, it's, you're reliving that with them. And it is, it's terrible, but in the other, on the other hand, you know, inside your heart that this the right person could be watching and a difference could be made. Can I ask a question? Hi, this is Catherine. Um, I'm going on my, uh, on my Twitter <laughs> feed all the time now. I'm, I'm seeing um, yeah. this child is missing. Please retweet. Has that a- actually ever helped find a kid? Is that a useful tool well, really? Or is that? Oh my goodness. Social media has really stepped up to the forefront to help get the word out there in ways that the regular TV shows can. And the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, I don't have their statistics in front of me. They are a wonderful nonprofit organization, one that John founded, and one that is helping us populate our shows with missing children. But they have utilized so many online and social media tools to help recover missing children, for instance. And so, you know, if you go to their page, they always have a poster or a case that's active or something somewhere along the line to help. And they'll post recoveries on there. Um, You know, this person was recovered because of you or because you saw something. You just never know. It's sort of like, you know, the the Facebook and Twitter, the milk carton of the 80s. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like now this, this new era and this new and it's not it's not incredibly new, but I think the way people are utilizing their phones and information now, it's even it's even better than it was before. Okay, all right. Well, I just wasn't sure if um, if it was something yeah. I should get involved in because I didn't know if it was just some random person 
accusing their boyfriend of taking the kid. I, you know, I just, I, there must be I a good really website. Nick Mick, yeah, I think Nick Mick is a good resource if you're looking okay. to help. If you go to their, their Twitter page, you know, at Missing Kids or their Facebook page, they have, you know, vetted, legitimate okay. information. And not saying that the other information isn't, but, right. you know, and, and that people, you know what I mean? It's it, in the local mm-hmm. news. They're another great source because they're looking to police departments for actual police okay. reports. They're looking for missing person reports. They're vetting a lot of that information. And so I think, and we are too. So you could even follow Discovery ID and, you know, we'll put out, you know, the, the unsolved cases on the show uh, or fugitive okay. cases, I should say, and then also the missing children cases. The actual number, okay, of, mis- the actual number of missing children is staggering. It's, if you look it up, you'll just be it like, is, this, yeah. this can't be right. It is, yeah. but it, it, is, it's, it is right. It, it's a staggering number. Well, isn't, aren't most of them missing, like, Someone they know has them. Oh well, yeah, either a, a divorce. Yeah, most uh, times. Yeah. A couple, mm-hmm. but they're still yeah, messy. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Michelle, we appreciate all the work that you and John do. It's got to be t- a tough assignment, but thank you so much for your diligent work and terrific. Come thank back soon. I'd love to talk us. to you more. What's well, Thank play. you, Spence. Tonight, you. 10 p.m. on ID. Thank you. I like it. I like that channel too. By the way, that's a great channel. <laughs> I do. You. I love. Yeah, channel. I watch John's show all the time. Yeah, John's show is great. And Michelle's show. It's called Michelle's show now. It's not John's show anymore. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> she goes, no, 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 no. Thank you, my dear. I'll come back soon. I'd love to talk more. I absolutely Thank would. Say you. hello to John for okay. me, would you? Thanks a lot. We will. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, talking about those three brothers, I just looked it up. I was three days old when they disappeared, but they were talked about my entire childhood. I, I remember it was never reported on the news, by the way, that three boys never came home. Uh, uh. It was just ruled that the investigators believed it's likely the Klein brothers drowned in the Mississippi River because the river is about uh, a few blocks from Farview, uh, Fairview Park. Uh, and actually, they lived at 29, 29th and Colfax, so it was a couple blocks from where I thought they lived. But I was always told they lived at, at 26th and, and Aldrich. Again, I was only three days old when they disappeared. But uh, a guy who claims to be a Klein brother posts on Web Sleuths that he always suspected a next-door neighbor he says was a person of interest. He also accuses the police of being totally incompetent. <laughs> Good God. God. It's a hell of a story, man. Three boys. Ages uh, four, six, and eight. That's how old they were when they, four, six, and eight. But back in 1951, you know, you could go play in the park. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. Well, apparently they couldn't, though. Well, they couldn't get it done. If they just fell in the river and, you know, what are you going to do? Why wouldn't they find the bodies, though? They They would find the bodies in the river. I think. They 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 would float up somewhere. Yeah, I thought they did. The search was them. called off on oh. no, no. The search was called off on November sixteenth, and none of the brothers were ever found. They mm. did not fall into uh. the river. No way. We'll be back. Uh, Tom Bernard Show.